the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, let's go to the White House. Joe Biden is at the podium, and he's going to be doing something that really has no impact at all. It's all cosmetic, but uh, pandering to his base here on abortion. I want to comment on one piece of good news, economic good news today. Oh, of course. Today, the Labor Department reported that we've added 300... Nobody needs to hear this garbage. Yeah, they added 372,000 jobs. Great, great, fantastic. Everybody's in favor of jobs. Gas prices still lousy. Inflation's still high. And he wants to spend more money, by the way. We'll fast forward a little bit here. Let's see if we uh, finally have the president talking about what he's going to do to, quote-unquote, protect abortion. Under any of my predecessors in nearly 40 years, in the past three months, than any administration... Yeah, 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 yeah. ...correction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...the second largest single-day decrease in gas prices in a decade. We still have a lot of work to do. I'm not suggesting there's a lot more work to do, but I am suggesting we're making significant progress. Sure. The program is working. Oh, of course. Now, with the Vice President, Secretary Becerra, and uh, Deputy Attorney General Monaco, I want to talk about an executive order I'm signing to protect reproductive rights of women. In the aftermath of the Supreme Court's terrible, extreme, and I think so totally wrongheaded decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. In both formalized actions I announced uh, right after the, de- the decision, as well as adding new measures today. Let's be clear about something from the very start. This was not a decision driven by the Constitution. Let me say it again. This was not a decision driven by the Constitution. That's a lie. And despite what those justices and the majority said, this was not a decision <clears throat> driven by history. You've all probably had a chance to read the decisions and the dissent. The majority rattles off laws from the 19th century to support the idea that Roe was was a historic anomaly because states outlawed abortion in the 1880s. All right, we don't need a history lesson uh, from a guy who's lived in the 1880s. So the upshot of the executive order, we think, is going to be a cosmetic protection of women to be able to drive across state lines to get abortions. Uh, He talks about, if you've read the decision, if he read the decision, which I'm quite sure he didn't because, you know, being as elderly as he is, reading a decision of that length, he would no doubt fall asleep. In the decision, Brett Kavanaugh expressly states that in the concurring opinion, rather. Alito wrote the majority opinion, but Kavanaugh's concurring opinion expressly states that there can be no ban on women traveling across state lines to get abortions because the constitutional right to interstate travel exists in the Constitution. 
when I go through these tired lies of the Democratic Party about the decision that overturned Roe versus Wade, I risk repeating to those of you who are faithful listeners every day to the program, telling you the same thing that I've told you before. But on the chance that you did not catch it when I gave you the mic drop comeback to anyone who talks about the fact that, well, it was in law for 50 years. It was the law of the land for 50 years. And they're taking away something that was the law of the land for 50 years. The very best way to obliterate that argument is to ask the person, so are you saying that any law that exists for 50 years should always be in law and should never be subject to being reexamined to see if it comports with the Constitution? And they will undoubtedly say, yes, yes, that is what I'm saying. And at that point in time, you drop the hammer on them and say, well, then, I guess you're in favor of racial segregation. (laughs) No, of course not. I'm not a racist. Well, you must be a racist if you're in favor of ensconcing in law forever and protecting from reexamination by the court anything that's been in law for 50 years because racial segregation in our country was upheld by the Supreme Court in 1896, Plessy versus Ferguson, and was not outlawed in our country until 1954, Brown versus Board of Education. So that had 58 years of legal precedent behind it. So this is, a, again, from his very first comments about this today. He says he's going to do whatever he has to do to protect reproductive rights. Well, bully, I'm all for reproductive rights. We who are pro-life are all about you reproducing when you are pregnant. You are not about reproductive rights. You are about aborting children, exterminating children, getting rid of a life you deem to be inconvenient to you. Do you want the power over your own bodies? Guess what? You have it. Don't sleep with somebody if you're not willing to accept and shoulder the responsibility of getting pregnant and having a child. See, the Democrats always start the argument at the end of the act that they certainly have the power to stop before it leads to the pregnancy. It's a forced pregnancy. No, it's actually not a forced pregnancy. Nobody forced you to sleep with someone and get pregnant. That was your decision. Now, if you need further ammunition for these kinds of arguments when they talk about it's a woman's right to choose, they say, really, is it a woman's right to choose? Then why... Do Planned Parenthood clinics and, by the way, that's a lie too. Planned Parenthood. Is that what they deal with at Planned Parenthood? They're not, they're not dealing with parenthood. They're dealing with eliminating parenthood. And they're dealing with, obviously, unplanned parenthoods. 
But back to the woman's right to choose. What do Planned Parenthood advocates and other quote-unquote women's health advocates, pro-aborts, pro-death lobby, what do they try to eliminate from the process when a woman shows up on their doorstep to seek an abortion? What do they try to eliminate? They try to eliminate the woman's consideration of her choices. No, you can't have sidewalk counselors outside our Planned Parenthood clinic. No, you. that's why they send escorts out to the parking lot to walk the women in, to quote-unquote shield them from the evil evangelicals out there who want them not to kill their baby. You don't believe they traffic in lies on the left? Listen to Elizabeth Warren, death merchant, senator from Massachusetts, talking about crisis pregnancy centers, or now more popularly known as pregnancy care centers, where they do free ultrasounds so the woman knows exactly what is going on inside her now that a life has begun, where they offer women clothes, diapers, financial assistance, all these kinds of things. This is what they do at pregnancy care centers. Listen to what Elizabeth Warren says they do at pregnancy care centers. Here in Massachusetts, these so-called crisis pregnancy centers outnumber genuine abortion clinics by three to one. They are giving it over to people who wish them harm, and that has to stop. Giving them over to people who wish them harm. People at crisis pregnancy centers wish pregnant women harm? What do, how does that manifest itself? What harm are they visiting upon them? Trying to get them to have their baby, love their baby, spare themselves the psychological and emotional pain of killing their baby? Trying to give them the means, the material means, diapers, formula, things like that? That's harm? You're helping the woman care for their infant child? That's harm? I say this all the time. To the point where I'm afraid you'll get tired of it, but no one tries to win an argument by telling you the truth if they have the truth on their side. Excuse me, I said that wrong. No one tries to win an argument by telling you a lie if they have the truth on their side. If you have the truth, you use the truth. The truth is unimpeachable. But Elizabeth Warren, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, AOC, Every single one of Planned Parenthood, the name is a lie. Every single one of them tries to win the argument. Reproductive rights. Nobody's coming after your reproductive rights. We want you to reproduce. From the language to the talking points to the things that they ignore, and they never talk about the child, they are always lying because they don't have the truth on their side. Man, the midterms can't come fast enough, and neither can November of 2024. 
Uh, this guy will go down in history as one of the worst presidents in American history, although probably not because the liberals write the history books. But uh, he's not only a bad president, he's an evil person. He's a, he's a, he is gripped by demonic evil, born of his own bloodlust for power and personal significance. He is uh, a very sad case of a human being who was taught the truth growing up with his Catholic upbringing. I'm not Catholic, but I know he was exposed to the truth of the gospel. And he has uh, turned his faith into an a la carte faith, and he is using his platform to crusade for the continual killing of innocent unborn children and to lie virtually every time he opens his mouth. Joe Biden's still at the podium at the White House. I grabbed a little bit of audio. It'll give you a flavor for what I'm talking about. So what we're witnessing wasn't a constitutional judgment. It was an exercise in raw political power. On the day the Dobbs decision came down, I immediately announced what I would do. But I also made it clear, based on the reasoning of the court, there is no constitutional right to choose. Only the way, to, the only way to fulfill and restore that right for women in this country is by voting, by exercising the power at the ballot box. Let me explain. We need two additional pro-choice senators and a pro-choice House to codify Roe as federal law. Your vote can make that a reality. I know it's frustrating, and it made a lot of people very angry. But the truth is this. And it's not just me saying it. It's what the court said. When you read the decision the court has made clear, it will not protect the rights of women. Period. Period. Okay. So to just give you some truth amid those lies, he calls the decision to overturn Roe an exercise in raw political power and virtually in the same breath, he advocates for what? Vote for Democrats. Two more pro-life senators and a pro-life house. Vote for my party. Vote to give me more power. Which is the exercise in raw political power? A Supreme Court saying 50-ish years ago, the people who sat in our chairs, unelected, decided to unilaterally overrule laws in 30 of the 50 states that prohibited abortion and to make abortion available to everyone without any voice from the will of the people through the voting process. We are now giving that power back to the voters. Is that an exercise of raw political power? Or is that an exercise of giving political power back to the people that were supposed to have it when our nation was founded, the citizenry. I mean, the answer is obvious. And it becomes more obvious when Joe Biden goes on to say, the way to fix this is to give me more power. Wow, see, he's twisted. He's, he's an evil person. He is, I believe, incapable of telling the truth. Is it a exercise of raw political power to two weeks after the court rules to sign an executive order that if he could, he would usurp the authority of the court? 
what a complete joke he is. And the polls show, and I've kept my eye on this because I'm very hopeful that the midterms will repudiate everything that he has done since he took office nearly two years ago. The polls show that initially there was enthusiasm on the Democratic side because of the overturn of Roe. But the Democrats exposed their greed immediately by greeting the decision with a fundraising campaign. Hey, Roe got overturned. Send us your money so we can campaign more effectively in the fall. And a lot of Democratic voters saw through that. Now, the latest polls show that there is no difference in those who are moved to vote one way or the other by the overturn of Roe. No difference. There are 36% of Americans energized by the overturn and vowing to do something about it at the ballot box, and there are 36% energized by the overturn who say, ah, finally, after a half a century of butchering children in the most despicable ways possible, expanding the killing of children up to the moment they are born, healthy, viable children, we finally see light on the horizon, and we are going to vote to keep in power the politicians who can hopefully bring us more pro-life justices in the future. Another Republican president give power in the House back to the Republican Party. There are just as many of those people as there are people who are energized, supposedly, by the desire to reinstitute Roe. Here's the problem that Democrats have making this plea for... Well, go out and vote and fix it. In Ohio, we have a Senate race. J.D. Vance against Tim Ryan. And Ryan will try, no doubt, to parlay his support for abortion into a victory over Vance. But Vance is smart. And Vance will smoke him out on What prohibitions does Tim Ryan support against abortion? And Tim Ryan will not answer that question because Tim Ryan knows if he does answer that question, if he says, well, I think uh, we should limit abortion to after 20 weeks. If Tim Ryan makes that statement, Tim Ryan will lose the support of his Democratic base. And if Tim Ryan is what Tim Ryan is, a classic politician who gives the answer that he knows will do him the most good with the people who are likely to vote for him, and say, I support zero restrictions on abortion, then he will lose the middle of the road voter in Ohio, because that is not their position. And there is also not a Senate race in every state. There are only 30-some Senate seats up for grabs. So the momentum is with the Republicans. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.